0: Once more Clarence snorted bitterly. "'I'm sure you ought not to be down on the floor, Clarence,' said Mr. Chugwater anxiously. "'It's so drafty, and you have evidently got a nasty cold. Must you lie on the floor?' "'I am sporing,' said Clarence with simple dignity. "'But I'm sure you can spore better sitting on a chair with a nice book. "'I think the kid's sickening for something.' "'Put in Horace critically. "'And he's deuced rupee. "'What's up, Clary?' "'I was thinking,' said Clarence, "'of my country, of England.' "'What's the matter with England?' "'She's all right,' murmured Ralph Peabody. "'My fallen country,' sighed Clarence, "'a not unmanly tear bedewing the glasses of his spectacles. "'My fallen, stricken country.' that kid said reggie laying down his paper is talking right through his hat my dear old son are you aware that england has never been so strong all round as she is now do you ever read the papers don't you know that we've got the ashes and the gulf championship and the wibbly Wob championship and the Spiropole, spilkins puff feather and animal grab championships has it come to your notice that our croquet pair beat America last Thursday by eight hoops? Did you happen to hear that we won the hop-skip-and-jump at the last Olympic games? You've been out in the woods, old sport. Clarence's heart was too full for words. He rose in silence and quitted the room. Got the pip or something, said Reggie. Rum kid, I say, Hurst's bowling well. 5 for 23 so far. Clarence wandered moodily out of the house. The Chugwaters lived in a desirable villa residence, which Mr. Chugwater had built in Essex. It was a typical Englishman's home. Its name was Nasturtium Villa. As Clarence walked down the road, the excited voice of a newspaper boy came to him. Presently the boy turned the corner, shouting, Curlaps of Surrey! Sensational bowling at the Oval! stopped on seeing Clarence. Paper, General? Clarence shook his head. Then he uttered a startled exclamation, for his eye had fallen on the poster. It ran as follows. Surrey doing badly. German army lands in England. End of Part One, Chapter One The Swoop OR HOW CLARENCE SAVED ENGLAND BY P. G. WOODHOUSE PART ONE, CHAPTER TWO THE INVADERS Clarence flung the boy a halfpenny, tore a paper from his grasp, and scanned it eagerly. There was nothing to interest him in the body of the journal, but he found what he was looking for in the stop-press space. Stop-press news, said the paper, fry not out 104 surrey one forty seven for eight a german army landed in essex this afternoon loamshire handicap spring chicken one salome two yippie three seven ran essex then at any moment the foe might be at their doors more inside their doors with a passionate cry clarence tore back to the house He entered the dining-room with the speed of a highly-trained marathon winner, just in time once more to prevent Mr. Chugwater lowering his record. "'The Germans!' shouted Clarence. "'We are invaded!' This time Mr. Chugwater was really annoyed. "'If I have told you once about your detestable habit of shouting in the house, Clarence, I have told you a hundred times. If you cannot be a Boy Scout quietly—' You must stop being one altogether. I had got up to six that time. But, father— Silence, you will go to bed this minute, and I shall consider the question whether you are to have any supper. It will depend largely on your behavior between now and then. Go. But, father— Clarence dropped the paper, shaken with emotion. Mr. Chugwater's sternness deepened visibly. Clarence, must I speak again? he stooped and removed his right slipper clarence withdrew reggie picked up the paper that kid he announced judiciously